Peace, girlfriends. This is Angela Jordan Perry of Girlfriends' Guide to Homeschooling and Girlfriends Chat. And uh, this is a special little hmm, go-between, I guess. Right now I'm transitioning from season one to season two of the show, Girlfriends' Guide to Homeschooling. And so I thought that while I'm in this in-between state, I would start a series And this series is going to be a series of letters. I'm calling it or titling it Dearest Homeschooling Mama. And uh, so this is going to be the first letter of many. I'm thinking I may do five letters. Um, I'm not quite sure yet. But um, at any rate, this is these letters are, you know, true stories, journey, the raw the good, the bad, the ugly, all between of my personal journey of homeschooling over these 18 years, and um, probably a a mix of also a little bit of your stories as well. And um, so again, I'm not quite sure how many I would do. Uh, Again, I'm thinking five, but I just hope that these would be an encouragement to your heart. And most of these are subjects that you don't hear discussed in the homeschooling community. But um, I just feel prompted to do so. So anyway, enjoy. Be sure to share with others. You just never know what homeschool mom might be walking through this very same thing very quietly. (laughs) And this could be the encouragement that they really need. So here is Dearest Homeschooling Mama, letter one. What to do when homeschooling isn't enough. A Homeschool Mother's Story. Dearest homeschooling mama, it was the summer of my 12th birthday, as was the yearly get-out-of-school ritual I'd had to Charlotte, North Carolina, from Virginia, to visit with my Uncle Daryl, Aunt Mickey, and their then four children. They have six now. This extension of my family was fascinating in that they were a Black family that was totally unique to what I'd ever seen or been exposed to. A Black family where the mom stayed home, breastfed her children, the dad worked an amazing job at IBM as a computer programmer, cared for the bills. Uh, They lived in a large home over 2,000 square feet in an affluent neighborhood, and they homeschooled. This was back in the late 80s, so a super big deal during that time. But my 12-year-old eyes saw this example as one that I wanted to one day copy, emulate, and follow. And each day in this quote-unquote Huxtable-like family were play dates, daily Bible study with the children, chore lists, church attendance, uh, date night for my aunt and uncle, weekly meal planning, long heart-to-heart talks, year-round homeschooling, chats of children heading off to college to do whatever they dreamed they'd become. Wow. Uh, I looked forward to seeing this each summer, which I did until I was 15 years old. I looked forward to capturing mental notes of what seemed to be, quote unquote, the perfect example of family. And I looked forward to dreaming up my very own marriage, family, 
and homeschooled children. Fast forward that to when I said, I do to my husband of 26 years. Dearest homeschooling mama, I've been fortunate to be the stay-at-home mom. I birthed four children, breastfed them each, adopted four children. I was married to the husband with the amazing paying job. I had the daily Bible studies with my children. I had the weekly chore list on their fridge. I had the long heart-to-heart talks with my children well into their teen years and into their 20s uh, with my eldest. I had the big home in the affluent neighborhood. I had the year-round homeschooling. I had the dreams for my children to head off to college and become whatever they wanted to become. But what happened to the dream that I dreamt when I was 12 years old? What happens when homeschooling isn't enough, dearest homeschooling mama? Certainly the perfect marriage, the perfect dreams, the perfect plans and homeschooling, you know, homeschooling my children will produce an outcome that any mom or dad or family could boast about, right? You all know my story. I've homeschooled my children for 18 years, all eight of them. Three we've graduated and five we are still homeschooling. We make our home in the northwest part of the state of South Carolina, where we are self-sustaining farmers, although I am a vegan farmer. My purpose-driven life is to make a positive impact on thousands of homeschoolers worldwide. What you don't know in my bio is that after all the many years of heart-to-heart talks, all the dreaming, all the Bible studying, all the praying together, all the making life and memories together, all the I love you's and all the hugs, all the homeschooling. My eldest daughter was released from living in the home with the family at 20 years old. We had the picture-perfect homeschooling family. And even sharing and recounting this part of my life brings a lump in my throat. But I felt that this is a very quiet subject that many homeschooling families don't find freedom to talk about. You know, the topic of the imperfections of homeschooled children and homeschooling families. Our daughter didn't care to continue with the expectations and requirements of the rules of the home. So like what many of us have grown up with here in all of our lives, if you don't want to follow the rules of the home, then you don't care to live in the home anymore. Dearest homeschooling mama, nothing has broken my heart more than to say, we release you to live your life but not under this roof. We had no clue that one day that would mean we'd not see her, see nor hear from her again for long periods of time, you know, in like four months or longer at a time. I mean, totally incognito, no calls, no Facebook messages, no contact whatsoever. And this is a big deal because we've always been a very close knit family. 
No parent child wanted for anything emotionally, physically, or quote unquote, wishfully, if that's a word. You know, call me naive, call me misinformed, call me full of wishful thinking, call me green. But I really thought that if we homeschooled our children, then we'd protect them from the bad influences of the quote unquote world. I really thought that if we homeschooled, then I would be able to ensure they'd have positive connections to help shape their lives positively. (laughs) I really thought that if we homeschooled, we'd shield them from this, that, and the other. Thursday, March 23rd, 2017 proved me wrong. Well, truly years before this date proved contrary to my perception. We just didn't know it at the time. March 23rd, Started with us preparing for co-op, me chatting with my elders for a bit, hugging and kissing her goodbye, wishing her a good day while we, you know, were gone to co-op. It was a normal homeschool day, but it proved my beliefs wrong, proved my hypothesis wrong, dead wrong. (laughs) Without a doubt, I firmly believe in the power of homeschooling our children and, and without a doubt, I I would choose no other method than homeschooling our children. Without a doubt, I'd do nothing different than what we did in our homeschooling journey. But what do you do when homeschooling isn't enough? And I know the go-to answer is trust God. But what what do you do when it isn't enough to ensure they will grow up to be confident and self-assured children? It isn't enough to ensure they will marry well. It isn't enough to ensure they don't battle mental demons nor relationship struggles. It isn't enough to keep your teen on the straight and narrow, whatever that is. It isn't enough to keep your children from choosing a contrary path than their upbringing. It isn't enough to ensure their journey to an Ivy League school. It isn't enough to ensure when they head out to college that they'd keep their morals and convictions they grew up with. It isn't enough to ensure they will have a drive to succeed in life. It isn't enough to ensure they don't attempt to attempt or succeed at taking their own lives via suicide. It isn't enough to ensure they will not struggle with learning challenges. It isn't enough to guarantee anything other than they will be well-educated by parents who love them immensely. Here is homeschooling mother. Tell me, what do you do when homeschooling just isn't enough? For me, the answer has been found in the fact that whether homeschooled, public schooled, or private schooled, when their educational journey is said and done, and they forge onward along the course set before them, there are no guarantees. Um, that's That reality is a major shocker to this red personality mom who calculates life well with a clear expected outcome. So if I do this, then this will happen. So if I do that, then this will be the result. 
So if I, oh, so if I, so if I, yeah, no guarantees. And the fact that homeschooling didn't ensure that my eldest daughter would choose to stay with the equation that I had planned at the age of 12 for my life and the lives of my children wasn't enough of a wake-up call, and I don't know what was. And the truth is that homeschooling will not ensure anything different for the remaining seven children. Dearest homeschooling mama, as you can see, this letter isn't just about homeschooling, but also about parenting. It's about the raw truth of what homeschooling doesn't offer as guarantees. But it's also to give you, dearest homeschooling mama, some encouragement. Uh, You know, hang with me. Hang with me. Here it is. Mama, no one will ever love your children more than you will. Mama, your homeschooled children may never realize the sacrifices you kept hidden from their eyes. Mama, your sweet little homeschooled children that stole and overwhelmed your heart with love at their birth may one day rip the same heart right out of your chest. <laughs> Mama, your children's journey in life really has nothing to do with you at all. Mama, no matter how hard you try, you will not be able to protect your children from anything. Not from themselves, not from their choices, not from those who they choose to align themselves with. Yes, all of this sounds like doom and gloom. It sounds hopeless and disappointing. Yeah, it is. However, it's a fact of life. A fact that you don't truly get until you walk it yourself. You know how we do, how I do, how I did. I looked at another family who has some struggles with their children, homeschool children, and figured out that the parents must have done something wrong. You know, not love their children enough, not gave the children enough attention, not permitted enough freedoms in their lives, not listened enough, not exposed them to a variety of people. Dad or the mom wasn't around enough. <laughs> the list goes on. And, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, being on this side of the fence, I see that it's not so. Most homeschooling parents held. Parents in general may cross all their T's and dot all their I's as they raise their children, yet still have unexpected periods of gut-wrenching journeys they may have to walk through with their children. And if they do, it doesn't mean that they raised their children wrong or they screwed up as parents. It just means it is what it is. Dearest homeschooling mama, the fact is that as we homeschool our children, it is a great chance it will not be enough. Yes, they may leave the home well-educated, but being well-educated don't often translate to smooth sailing in life for our homeschooled children. 
or them making wise decisions or them staying far from the influences we protected them from all their lives. And that's a tough pill to swallow. Yet, it is what it is. To answer the question, what do you do when homeschooling isn't enough? Dearest homeschooling mama, you realize that there is no homeschooling family on this earth that gets a ticket to perfect. <laughs> you realize that your job is to raise, teach, and instruct your children, but ultimately they will have the say of their journey and choices of life. You realize that you still have to treasure hunt, grasp tightly, and guard with your life every ounce of joy, peace, and contentment that you are afforded. You realize that your homeschool parental job description does not include having perfect homeschooled children that never bring gray hair to your head, <laughs> laugh out loud. But truth be told, it took me a while to get to the settled mindset that I have today. It took lots of prayer, journaling, talking with girlfriends, talking with my mom, meditating, and therapy. And with seven more children in the home, my homeschool parenting eyes have opened so wide. I still have ages 20, 18, although she's off in college, 14, 11, twin nine-year-olds, and seven-year-olds still in the home. And they have a different mom than I was before Thursday, March 23rd, 2017. And that's the last normal homeschool day we had with our eldest daughter. That day was co-op day. She and I chatted for a while in the kitchen during breakfast. We hugged each other. We kissed. I wished her a good day and see her later. Later was Three days of her missing with no contact and our fear of if she was alive or dead. The very next week, it happened again. She went missing for three days. But they definitely have a different mom since October 2017 when I came out of deep depression because of my homeschool family fiasco. I believe that we are all better for it as a family now. Lots of expectations and facades are dead and gone. You know, living the story I want to tell is the theme of my life and the tone for our family. Homeschooling with abundance of love while holding them each loosely. Dear homeschooling mama, the lessons I've learned are numerous. It's taken me a lot and seems like a lifetime to arrive here. But when homeschooling doesn't seem to be enough, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Dearest homeschooling mama, you see the good, hope for the best, and homeschool exceptionally, all while embracing the, the realities. So please cover my beloved eldest daughter in your prayers for protection, freedom of mind, and clarity of what's true and accurate. Pray she becomes overwhelmed with the reality of the abundance of love 
and affirmation she has from this family. And pray that we are reunited again soon. Very soon. Peace, girlfriends. Thank you.